Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. 
Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Welcome to the Secret Teachings radio broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for tuning in this morning, this afternoon, tonight, wherever and whenever you may be listening around the world. From the United States to Australia, to France, to Japan, to Mexico, we welcome you to the broadcast. Our first broadcast of October 2021. We will be hopefully getting into some Halloween-themed shows in the coming weeks. One of my favorite subjects and one of my favorite holy days and one of my favorite times of the year. But before we can do that, there's a lot we need to catch up on from last week. I took a week off, thought I would uh, be able to get caught up on sleep and you know other things, but it didn't really work out the way I planned. It was nice to have uh, a little bit of time off, but I really missed radio. I really missed all of you. And uh, I got behind on some very important topics. So we're going to have to play a little bit of catch up tonight on the secret teachings so we don't fall behind. And uh, of course, we need to go back to some other topics that we've discussed before so that we can relate them to uh, more topical matters. You know, considering the fact that pretty much every day, there's another groundbreaking, you know, major headline, some huge report that whether it gets airtime in the mainstream media is not really the, 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 the important component. But there's a huge report almost every day. There's something big almost every day that, that just needs to be discussed, whether it's a, a big story because it is a huge revelation or it's a big story because it's an absolutely asinine piece of uh, literature, an absolute asinine piece of journalism. Uh, for example, uh, I sent uh, my friends Don and David in the UK an email with an article about how, uh, I think it was Yahoo News, uh, they were saying that uh, COVID-19 vaccines had, I think they said they had less side effects than a chicken McNugget. And uh, I said, you know, what an absolute clown show. What an absolute pile of trash. And Don sent me an email back that said, this is like just the most ridiculous, egregious piece of propaganda. And it's what our media is filled with every single night, every single morning. It's nonstop. It's so constant that no matter what you think personally, it starts to eat away at you. It starts to consume you. It starts to become your reality. And it doesn't matter what facts are. We've moved into a post-factual world. This is the new normal. And not in terms of uh, societal and economic uh, development and interaction, but in terms of uh, how we view things, how we think, how we interact intellectually. And the same thing has happened in radio. I don't like to talk about COVID-19. I don't like to talk about vaccines and I don't like to talk about disease theories and things like that. But that seems to be 
the only thing that is interesting to anybody anymore. Um, I was talking on the phone last week. Uh, my friend Clyde Lewis called, and he said he said something about how you know he had done some shows uh, prior to last week, and he only got a handful of phone calls. And he said, you know, I'm planning these shows, and all anybody wanted to hear about was COVID nineteen in the chat rooms. And um, you know, I I experienced the same thing. That's pretty much what most people want to talk about. And I understand that it's affecting people directly with, you know, uh, mandates and their jobs and schools. And, you know, depending on what state you're living in, you're experiencing it more directly. Um, so I get it. And believe me, I want to talk about it too, because it's topical and because it's important, but it's also ruined radio. It, it really is ruined radio because that's all anybody wants to talk about anymore. It's kind of like, you know, when the, the, the UAP report came out, and that's what every radio show wanted to talk about it, and people asked me, what, what's your take on this? Where Are you going to discuss this? You're, you're covering something up. You, you didn't talk about it immediately. Well, sometimes I don't talk about things immediately because I don't know. I don't have any idea. I'm, I'm just a guy trying to figure this out like you are. So I was thinking, you know, a really good show name I was laying in bed and I was thinking this and I thought a really good show name uh, we would be, um, you know, COVID. I was thinking COVID and I thought COVIDio, COVIDio killed the radio star because COVIDio did kill the radio star. Radio, if you didn't, if you didn't think it was dead before, radio is really dead now because of COVID-19. And some people are trying to to bring other topics, you know, into radio. But it seems like most people are concerned with COVID nineteen, and that's pretty much it. I mean, I could I could probably find uh, you know people who want to hear about Bigfoot and the Loch Ness monster, and people that want to hear about you know uh, Satanists drinking Adrenochrome or something. But I think everybody wants to hear about COVID nineteen, which is okay. That's fine. Um, you know, I've. I've gone through probably, I don't know how many now, it has to be at least uh, 200 people have emailed me uh, requesting uh, my, based on my personal opinion and, and some legal research I've done, uh, what uh, I would say in a school or a work uh, religious uh, exemption template. And I've sent that out. I've also, uh, 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 I've also written an, an amendment to that letter um, and expanded the original letter. And the amendment is about weekly testing, mask wearing, and uh, social distancing. And I put all the scientific reports in there. Uh, I put all the, the logical arguments in there. Um, I put all the contradictory mainline arguments in there. Um, and they're pretty airtight. Obviously, people have their own biases for which they would reject them. But the bottom line is, um, these exemption forms have... Um, you know, they've helped people, and I think that although Covidio has kind of killed the radio star, I think that practically speaking, if we're going to do so much COVID on the radio, we can do this type of thing where we are actually helping people to avoid the things that they're afraid of, because that's why most people want to listen to this. They're afraid of it. They want to be told you know, what to think or how to believe. I'm not saying that you guys as an audience want that, but, you know, most people listen to, I guess, more old school people listen to the radio 
modern, you know, modern younger people listen, um, I shouldn't say modern, younger, just younger people listen more to podcasts, but people want to be told what's going on, what, what to think, how to, how to think, like what to believe. Um, I mean, hell, I even thought that way when I first started in, started in radio, I would like listen to, I'd listen to so-called experts or authors or whatever. And I would craft my opinions around, uh, you know, verbatim sometimes the wording that they used until I realized, and luckily I learned how to think for myself. And once I learned how to think for myself, which I know sounds, you know, bizarre, how do you not know how to think for yourself? Well, I learned how to think for myself and I realized, well, I don't really have to, to craft an opinion. I just have to learn how to think critically. And once I learned how to think critically, well, the crafting of that so-called opinion will come with each individual uh, case, each individual discussion or situation. So, you know, in looking at, you know, just this idea, Covidio killed the radio star, which I think is a great title for tonight's show. Um, COVID has killed radio in a lot of different ways. It's made it stale, uh, despite the onslaught of, of, of daily breaking news stories that are just one, you know, one classic show after another we could do on these in these stories. Um, to the, the, the just the, the constant, regardless of you know how practical the information is we share, the constant uh, weight of the subject, it's so overwhelming even to professionals that, well, again, you know, COVID, COVIDio uh, kind of has just demoralized. Uh, I've talked to several people in radio, um, and I can, I can clarify that myself. It's just, it's kind of demoralizing. Like, I, I've got shows prepared on uh, mysterious booms. I've got shows prepared on uh, ancient man, uh, a bunch of recent stories in the news uh, about footprints and, you know, the, the origins of uh, Homo sapiens and various things like that. I've got shows prepared uh, on more shows on missing people. I've got um, shows prepared on, uh, you know, uh, black goo. Greta Thunberg was, you know, on this uh, magazine cover covered in, well, it's supposed to be oil, but you know, oil also carries the alien virus in the X files. And we try to look at black goo from um, a more moderate standpoint. Of course, uh, my book, the technological elixir has been uh, important for people even outside of the United States. Um, uh, it's uh, apparently very popular in Italy. Uh, some some listen more than one listener actually has contacted me with YouTube videos. People have been talking about the technological elixir and talking about black goo. Uh, that is the subtitle of the book uh, discussing black goo and transhumanism. So I've got shows planned on that. And uh, it's like you just keep coming back to COVID, 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 COVID. It's it's constant. It's it's it is if it was a mathematical um, symbol, it would be a constant it would just be something that's always there. It's just assumed. Um, and that is very unfortunate because that has become uh, our lives. That has become essentially all anybody knows. That's all anybody does. It's just constant because it's just a daily part of our lives. And, and that's, see, that's the dangerous. That's the scary thing. It, it's such a part of our lives that we don't even think about it now, you know, uh, consciously, like intentionally. It's just there. It's just there. So tonight I'm going to share with you some more practical information. I'm going to share with you some things that I think might blow your mind. Things that, you know, you might have heard on other radio shows, but 
hopefully I can give you that secret teaching spin. And hopefully uh, the information that I share with you tonight is um, something that you can gather together. And regardless of uh, your or your family or your friends' opinions and you know what you know to be true, um, this can be uh, very uh, helpful in um, you know demonstrating to your family and friends that maybe you're not so crazy because you have uh, documentation for what you're saying. Um, want to let you know also that our website www.thesecretteachings.info has all of our shows on it, all of our past broadcasts. You can download and stream those shows. Take them with you. Listen when you have time to do so. You don't have to have an internet connection. If you download them, of course, you have access on our website to the Montage Archive and access to my digital books. And how it works is we have a, you know, a large number of shows that are available for free. But if you subscribe to the archive to get access to both the shows and the montages, you get access to my digital books as well. $5 a week. A lot of people do that just to support the show. Five bucks a week. You know, that's like a cup of coffee. $10 a month. That also helps the show. A little cheaper than $5 a week, of course. Most people go for the $50 a year, which will also get you a physical copy of one of my books, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, or that book, The Technological Elixir, which does have a huge, huge section on black goo and AI and transhumanism and the music industry and UFOs and things like that. I need to promote these books better, I think, because there's so much about UFOs and aliens and stuff in that book. People think it's just about technology, and it's, it's not. There's so much in that book over uh, 500 pages huge huge uh, text so that is available all of that on the website um, you know you get one of those books for free when you subscribe for one year the other thing is the books are separate on the website they each have their own page there are reviews written um, I've got reviews from everybody from Joe Roop on Lighting the Void to Clyde Lewis on Ground Zero to Kev Baker on the Kev Baker show probably must, you know three of my favorite radio hosts um, all totally unique Really good guys. And uh, I've got reviews from Leo Zagami, Harold Kaltz, you know, Jim Mars before he passed away. It's all on the website. Grab a copy of the book. People ask me if I buy all three books, so I get a discount. Yes, you do. If you have any questions about subscriptions, books, anything, email me at rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. We also have our Patreon page and, uh, that's pretty much when you become a patron, you can just tell me what you want to see from behind the scenes or, you know, whatever. And uh, we'll uh, hopefully try to accommodate that. Of course, just remember that I'm a one man band. <laughs> As one of our patrons, uh, Josh Loop said, I'm a one man band. So I'm doing everything here with the exception of Joe Roop running the network. I, I never want to let let Joe down. And, uh, you know, he, he's just terrific and overwhelmed but i'm running the show here for the secret teachings i've got so much going on outside of this and uh, i appreciate not only your support but your patience uh, in communicating with me rdgable at yahoo.com facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings covidio killed the radio star i'm ryan gable i'm not dead because i'm not a radio star but i will be back with you in the next segment stay with us
Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is The Secret Teachings Radio on The Fringe FM. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hear more while supporting the show, visit the website, thesecretteachings.info, and subscribe to our show archive. As a yearly subscriber, you can download and stream every show after it airs and get access to the digital versions of each one of Ryan's books. The show offers weekly and monthly subscriptions, or for $50 a year, get access to the archive, montages, and digital books at a discounted price. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the donate button at the top of the page. Your subscription supports The Secret Teachings, The Fringe FM, and you. Alex Exum. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and like my show, I like to associate with people and companies who are passionate about taking steps to a healthier life. Pro One Water Filters brings you simple-to-use systems for the home, business, and even the shower. They filter fluoride, heavy metals, and more, and their shower heads stop chlorine from being vaporized and inhaled. I personally use their systems now for five years, and they're worth every penny sincerely. Our other affiliate, US Plus Health, is a small American company specializing in hydrogen peroxide solutions, isopropyl alcohol, and hand sanitizers with no additional ingredients like ethanol, chloride, or methanol. They use 100% U.S. materials at an FDA-registered facility. Their simple, non-toxic formulations are both safe and gentle. They evaporate quickly and leave no residue or stickiness. They're even recommended by the CDC, FDA, and WHO as opposed to other toxic chemicals like QACs. Find links to these affiliates, Pro One Water Filters, and U.S. Plus Health on our website, www.thesecretteachings.info for links, or visit usplushealth.com and type in the promo code TSTCLEAN. Do you want to know more about this strange and weird reality we live in? Join me, Jess Rogie, the host of The Rogie Report, where we explore the unrevealed. Every Wednesday night, live at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, here on The Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there. And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and I want to share something astounding with you. It's no mistake that Delta equals four numerically, and that with its three sides equals seven, the number of revelations that heralds the apocalypse to build a new kingdom on the ashes of the old. The new kingdom is not firstly God's, though, but a false prophet who will be crowned, the Corona. His kingdom is seven years long, but it's cut in half. Delta means change and authority and conveys a deep meaning in holding the eye of God and his infallible name Yahweh, the Tetragrammaton. It's no mistake CG images of SARS-CoV-2 have little triangles or that Delta waves place people into a diseased, unstable state of mind. It's no mistake the biggest global conspiracy is one of depopulation, that its logo is supposedly a triangle, and that Delta extracted from the Norse Volknut means fertility. These are the patterns that we see and the observations that we make on The Secret Teachings Radio, five nights a week broadcasting on The Fringe FM. For more information, check out thesecretteachings.info or email us rdgable at yahoo.com. 
I'm Ryan Gable, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings Radio right here, Monday through Friday, five nights a week on The Fringe FM, our website, www.thesecretteachings.info. Thank you for tuning in, especially after a whole week off last week. I know radio, it's most important to be consistent and done my best to do that over the last 10 plus years, about five to six years, maybe six to seven now going professionally. It's really uh, an honor that so many of you uh, listen to what I have to say. I just feel like it's rambling sometimes if I'm being honest, but you know, people listen to what I have to say. They compliment me in ways that if I just repeat them on air, people think I'm bragging or something. But, you know, I, I appreciate the, um, I appreciate the support in ways that, uh, you know, it's really difficult to express uh, without making, uh, you know, it all about me um, because it's also about you. And um, just know that I, I appreciate it and I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here if it weren't for you and I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing without, uh, you know, people like you listening to the show, supporting the show, messaging me, letting me know what you like, what you don't like, uh, which is kind of rare. And uh, telling me also how practical this information is. And that's what's really important to me. It's one thing to talk about it. It's another thing to find practical applications to the information. And um, I think I've made myself known. And I know I have because of uh, how many people have told me this. I've made myself known as a guy who provides a unique perspective to subjects that already have unique perspectives applied to them like the subject of delta waves. You know, they say there's another wave of COVID. Well, it's a delta wave. What is a delta wave? It puts you into a diseased, unstable state of mind, an unconscious state of mind. Uh, if you apply it artificially, it's obviously the state of mind that we are in, in a, in a, in a dreamlike state, in an unconscious state. Um, you look at uh, Netflix. On Netflix, there's uh, a TV show called The Wave, uh, and uh, their logo for that TV show is a, is, a, is Delta. And uh, the show is about a group of basically communist revolutionaries. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't make the stuff up if you tried. There's other TV shows on Netflix. You just flip through it. And some of them are a couple of years old where they're talking about six feet social distancing and wearing masks and, you know, how your life will never be the same again. And it's just like, I mean, if that's not predictive programming then I don't know what is predictive programming. So I try to provide different perspectives because I want them to be practical. I want you to see, um, you don't have to believe, I just want you to see the world the way that I see it, in the sense that I want you to see the connections that I see. From there, you can do what you want. I think um, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency needs to be mentioned again, the DARPA or the Department of Defense, really. They unveiled a sensor in late 2021 of April that can detect chemical reactions in the body that are supposedly loosely linked to, quote, COVID in the body. Retired Colonel Matt Hepburn, who we've talked about several times on the show, an Army infectious disease physician, showed the sensor on a CBS 60 Minutes piece. Holding up the vial, you can see a tissue-like gel, this one was green, floating around inside. Its stated purpose is to, quote, continuously test the patient's blood, quote, unquote, 
but it was explicitly stated that it will, quote, not track your movements. Only a few months before that, the American Chemical Society published a news release in September of 2020 headlined more effective vaccines with injectable hydrogel. It linked to a study titled Injectable Hydrogel for Sustained Code Delivery of Subunit Vaccines Enhance Humoral Immunity, describing in the report that, quote, based on the research as a result, the mice injected with the hydrogel produced more antibodies over a longer period of time than mice treated with a traditional vaccine. That is a quote from the study from 2020. Now, if the mice injected with hydrogel produced more antibodies over a longer period of time than mice treated with a traditional vaccine, perhaps there is potential for hydrogel COVID vaccines. And that was the case just a few months later. And a few weeks before the 60 Minutes announcement, an article from BioRxiv was published, a reprint in April 2021, with a title, Hydrogel-based slow release of receptor binding domain subunit vaccine elicits neutralizing antibody response against SARS-CoV-2. It's a very, very long title. It's a mouthful. So they're talking about hydrogels for COVID vaccines. Funny. Then in Volume 31, Issue 30 of Advanced Materials, published July 26, 2019. So we're going back a couple of years. Advanced Materials is the journal. There's a curious report on something called trap bots, headlined as thread-like radical polymerization via autonomously propelled trap bots. The article describes the first study of real-time in-situ hydrogel polymerization via an artificial micro-swimmer, nanobot, capable or a microbot, uh, to be technical, it's not a nanobot, it's a microbot, a micro-swimmer, quote, capable of enmeshing biotic, abiotic, micro-objects in its reaction environment, end quote. Researchers say that this, quote, lays a strong foundation for advanced applications in cell tissue engineering, drug delivery, and cleaner technologies, end quote. Now, although the language is very technical, it's very simple to extract an understanding of what a microstructure is. A microstructure that is, quote, able to entrap living cells, end quote, and be, quote, easily separable via a centrifugation uh, fugation, uh, or magnetic separation, bringing us to something called magnetogenetics, or, as some of you know it, magnetoproteins that can be activated in the brain using both chemicals and lasers. This is a mainline news article about mag, uh, magnetoproteins, and you can find that article by typing in magnetoproteins and how magnetoproteins can be used to literally control brain function, to literally control the brain. Like that episode of SpongeBob where he says, that's it, I'm putting the, <laughs> I'm putting the brain in the robot. And then he puts SpongeBob's brain in the robot and he's like, all right, make me a Krabby Patty. And the robot says, eh, I don't really want to. But see, he's really controlling. It's better just to go back to the original SpongeBob where he put like he put the microchip in SpongeBob's brain and then he used the two levers to make SpongeBob walk into the Krusty Krab to get the Krabby Patty. That's what Magneto Genetics is all about, literally controlling the brain. Now, within a few months, between September 2020 and April 2021, research turned from a theoretical and general application of hydrogels and vaccines to the direct usage of the technology 
and COVID vaccines. Weeks later, the military announces their green tissue gel that constantly monitors chemical reactions in the body. Don't worry, it doesn't track you, though. And it may be less than coincidence that a few months later, the Japanese government suspended millions of doses of Moderna's COVID vaccine after black and pink substances were spotted in syringes and vials from different lots. According to Japanese public broadcaster NHK, and as cited by sources from the Health Ministry of Japan, the Nasdaq reported on August 26th of 2021, quote, the particle reacted to magnets and was therefore suspected to be a metal, end quote. That's a particle found in the vaccines, in the vials, in the syringes. Now, Moderna responded by calling the substance particulate matter, claiming it, quote, did not pose a safety or efficiency issue. Sounds like it may have, uh, you know, a connection to both magnetic separation, discussed in the journal Advanced Materials, and magnetoproteins, as discussed just a moment ago and as were revealed in a March 2016 article from The Guardian. In either case, injecting hydrogels, trap bots, etc. for genetic engineering, cellular realignment into the body probably doesn't pose a direct safety or efficiency issue. Notice that Moderna, which has been paid millions of dollars by DARPA, never denied the existence of the material or chose to defend against any theory of what it may be. They merely acknowledged the presence of a black and pink substance and said, don't worry, they're safe. See, this is the kind of analysis that we need to be having. Moderna never denied that there was a metallic black and pink substance in the vials or the syringes. Now, for those worried about mRNA technology or the use of graphene oxide or maybe hydrogels, nanotechnology. You don't really have to look any further than a February 17th, 2021 study published in Nano Letters. And the headline of this study just says it all. In suto transforming RNA nanovaccines from polyethylamine functionalized graphene oxide hydrogel, we're still reading the headline, for durable cancer immunotherapy. That's the whole headline. Now, one may find it all but coincidence that, as the article states, a, quote, messenger RNA, mRNA vaccine, is a promising candidate in cancer immunotherapy, end quote, considering that tampering with RNA and DNA has a direct effect on cellular reproduction, of course, see, trap bots, that realign cells in the body and, of course, cancerous growths that grow as a result of these types of technologies and this type of genetic alteration. It's also highly suspicious that Klaus Schwab, head of the World Economic Forum, happens to desire microchips, quote, that we will implant, end quote, in, quote, our brains or in our skin, end quote, to obtain a global health pass directly relating to COVID-19, which he claims does not pose a new existential threat, quote, unquote. Klaus also stated that, quote, what the Fourth Industrial Revolution will lead to, is a fusion of our physical, digital, and biological identity, end quote. Now here's a question. Did the virus leak from a laboratory? Was it a human creation? Why, if it did leak from a laboratory, why, if it were a human creation, and it were controlled, would you need to falsify statistical data? That's a good question, isn't it? That's a question that, um, 
I, I called into a radio show. I asked David Icke that one time. Um, David was uh, saying that the virus isn't necessarily real and uh, didn't have really time to get into the details of my question. But I, I, I want to propose that question again because, see, I'm of the opinion that the so-called virus isn't really a virus in the way that they've they've sold it to us. Just like vaccines for mRNA gene therapy aren't really vaccines. I think we've kind of moved the goalpost. And, and, and this is why I think that. Let's, let's think about this. September 2021. We're now in October. But in September, something happened that I don't think got a lot of news coverage. Something huge that happened. Something that is so well documented. You can get official documents of this from the Department of Health and Human Services, the National Institutes of Health, which the National Institutes of Health, if I remember, NIH, the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, that's where Dr. Fauci works, right? That's what Dr. Fauci has headed up for years, right? And Dr. Fauci went to Congress and told Congress that I, that the NIH, etc., does not fund gain-of-function research. Turns out that Dr. Fauci, according to documents from the Department of Health and Human Services, 900 pages of materials related to U.S.-funded coronavirus research in China, as released by The Intercept on September 6th of 2021, demonstrate that um, Dr. Fauci lied to Congress, uh, lied directly to Senator Rand Paul's face, and uh, should be brought up on those charges, as well as other charges, and should be put on trial for, I'm not going to say exactly what, because I don't know what they are going to do, if anything. Um, But maybe we could start with uh, lying to Congress. That would be a great place to start, which I believe is a felony. And then I think we should also maybe bring up charges of treason, working with the communist Chinese. And I think Peter... Uh, Dasik should also be brought up on similar charges through EcoHealth Alliance, which should be investigated by the Department of Justice, the FBI, and God knows, you know, whatever else they were involved in outside of this type of research, they should be investigated by every able-bodied investigator in the world. Now, maybe you're thinking, what exactly are you talking about? What is Peter Dasik? What is EcoAlliance? What do you mean Fauci lied? Well, according to documents published by The Intercept, and they didn't make these up. These are directly from the Department of Health and Human Services. Uh, Grants given by the National Institutes of Health under Fauci. These are grants given hundreds of thousands into the millions of dollars for research into, well, I'll just read you what it says. Research from the Department of Health and Human Services, NIH, National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. That's where Fauci works, right? Principal investigators, Peter Daszak, Ph.D., working at EcoHealth Alliance. The name of the project, according to these documents, understanding the risk of bat coronavirus emergences, or emergence, rather. The National Institutes of Health hereby awards a grant in the amount of $666,442, that's also kind of funny, isn't it? $666,000 they gave them, to, quote, EcoHealth Alliance, Inc., in support of the above-referenced project. What is the project? Understanding the risk of bat coronavirus emergence. 
Now, this wasn't last week or last month. This award was issued on May 27th of 2014, seven years and change ago. If you flip through the document, it's quite large, but it gives you a project summary. Three points to the project. One, identify, characterize, and rank spillover risk of high zoonotic potential viruses from wildlife. Number two, collect samples and questionnaire data from human communities that live in EID hotspots. These are, you know, emerging infectious disease hotspots and have high cultural and behavioral risk of animal exposure. Wuhan would be a great place to do that research. Maybe they decided to do it there. We'll find out in a moment. Identify number three, identify and characterize viral etiology of cryptic outbreaks in clinical cohorts. Let's continue to flip through this document. Select uh, uh, project narrative. Um, The team is to uh, select uh, novel coronaviruses, identify novel viruses, Uh, from Southeast Asian wildlife, characterize their capacity to infect and cause illness in people, and use serological assays of samples from people in rural communities with high wildlife contact to identify the background rate of exposure and risk factors that drive this. Kind of getting into gain-of-function research a little bit, right? It says biological samples, storage, and access. All samples collected, they won't go to EcoHealth Alliance. No, no, no. All samples collected as a result of project activities will be stored at the laboratories of partner institutions. So what is the NIH, through funding EcoHealth Alliance to the tune of $666,000 plus $442 in May of 2014, where does this research go to study viruses in the wild? All samples collected as a result of project activities will be stored at the laboratories of partner institutions listed within the document that are equipped with BSL-4, Biosafety Lab uh, 4, 2 and 3 level facilities. One of those places that they partnered with was the University of North Carolina. University of North Carolina, we've heard that in the news, having been instrumental in part of this process working with Wuhan. And if you flip through the document, you will also find a mention of this personal statement. This is a biographical sketch. And you will find a mention in this document of BSL-4 facility in China. Quote, the Wuhan Institute of Virology. They also mentioned Duke University in this document. So the NIH funded... Peter Daszak and EcoHealth Alliance to the tune of $666,000 and change to study viruses in the wild in rural communities and the Wuhan Institute of Virology just happens to be, you know, one of those places. I'm sure it's all a coincidence and Fauci did not perjure himself to Congress. A couple of years later, This is on August 28th of 2020. Another notice of award was granted to Peter Daszak for a project titled Understanding Risk of Zoonotic Virus Emergence in Infectious Disease Hotspots, or EIDs, Emerging Infectious Disease Hotspots, of where? Southeast Asia. 
directly from the Department of Health and Human Services, National Institute of Health, National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. Hey, that's where Fauci works, isn't it? The National Institutes of Health hereby revises this award to EcoHealth Alliance in support of the above-referenced project. What's that project? Well, understanding the risk of zoonotic virus emergence and EID, hotspots of Southeast Asia. Let's look at the project summary. This is in 2020, by the way, August of 2020. This was in the middle of the so-called pandemic last year. The project will examine the risk of future coronavirus emergence from wildlife using in-depth field investigators across human-wildlife interface in China, molecular characterization of novel COVs, and host receptor binding domain genes. That's a very important piece of this. Mathematical models of transmission and evolution and in vitro and in vivo laboratory studies of host range. Three key points. Assess COVID or COV spillover potential at high-risk human-wildlife interfaces in China. Number two, develop predictive models of bat COV emergence, risk, and host range. Number three, test predictions of COV interspecies transmission. And then we flip the page and find project narrative. The project seeks to understand what factors allow animal coronaviruses to evolve and jump into the human population by studying virus diversity in a critical group of animals, bats, at sites. And that's not me saying bats. That's them saying that's bats. That's bats. That's what it says. At sites of high risk for emergence, wildlife markets, and an emerging disease hotspot, China. This was all being awarded when the media was telling us there's absolutely no connection. There's no connection to China. There's no connection to some institute of virology. There's, you know, it's just, it doesn't happen. But then the media starts to change its tune. And uh, as that happens, there's a lot of very, very complicated and uh, confusing, misleading and deceptive stories published about Viruses and laboratories and all that stuff and, you know, biological weapons. And, you know, Dr. Francis Boyle, who drafted, um, you know, the Biological Weapons uh, Convention or legislation for the Biological Weapons Convention, said that the University of North Carolina was involved in all of this. And Francis Boyle was vindicated when this, this piece of information came out from the NIH as released by The Intercept, where they specifically and explicitly name the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill. Dr. Barrick and, and Sims. That's what it says in the document. So these are documents directly from the NIH. This is absolute proof that Dr. Fauci perjured himself to Congress. This is absolute proof that he lied to the face of the wonderful Senator Rand Paul from Kentucky. This is absolute proof that Dr. Fauci is a lying scumbag. And Dr. Fauci should be brought up on not only the charges of lying to Congress... He should be brought up on these charges as well of what he lied about, including the funding of gain-of-function research in China or gain-of-function research in general. Because if you keep reading this report, it explicitly names the Wuhan Institute of Virology, Wuhan, China, in the document, page number 10 if you have a copy of this, and it says... The Institute collaborates with who? The World Health Organization. Literally, who? With the, with the who? Universities and research institutes. Well, that would be University of North Carolina, like Francis Boyle said months and months and months ago. 
along with EcoHealth Alliance. So literally, EcoHealth Alliance and the NIH partnered with the WHO and the Wuhan Institute of Virology to study bat coronaviruses. And then it says in 2013, the first BSL-4 lab in China was opened at the Institute in a purpose-built facility which has been designed with the assistance of the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and the Pasteur Institute. So the CDC and the Pasteur Institute, which I think is kind of ironic, the Pasteur Institute, considering he was a plagiarist and a fraud who stole from Bacamp, were basically the founders of the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And who funds the CDC? Bill Gates. And so when you put this all together, you start to find not emerging infectious diseases, emerging patterns of criminality, emerging patterns of conspiracy, emerging patterns of biological weapon development. That's what you find. And you don't have to be Francis Boyle to figure this out. You don't have to be Ryan Gable to figure this out. You don't have to be a radio host, an investigator, a doctor, a scientist to figure this out. It's really, really clear if you follow the evidence. Now, it gets even stranger because in September of 2021, in fact, just a few weeks ago, after the release of these documents from The Intercept, a bombshell report came out from The Telegraph. Here's the headline. Wuhan scientists plan to release coronavirus particles into cave bats, according to leaked papers. Grant proposals dating from 2018. This was in the middle of all that NIH, University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, CDC, NIH, Wuhan Lab, Dr. Fauci research. The documents show that 18 months before the first COVID-19 case appeared, researchers had submitted plans to release skin-penetrating nanoparticles. That's a quote from the article, by the way. Skin-penetrating nanoparticles and aerosols So your mask ain't going to save you from skin-penetrating nanoparticles. Masks are under an EUA anyway, so they're just totally illegal. Force people to do it. Containing, quote, novel chimeric spike proteins, end quote, of bat coronaviruses in the cave bats in Yunnan, China. They also plan to create chimeric viruses genetically enhanced to infect humans more easily and requested $14 million from who? Drumroll, please the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, DARPA, to fund the work. Hoping to introduce, quote, human-specific cleavage sites, end quote, to bat coronaviruses, which would make it easier for the virus to enter human cells. What exactly would you call it if you are engineering human-specific cleavage sites into a virus? You would call it gain-of-function research. You would call it engineering a biological weapon. And it doesn't necessarily rule out that disease theory is not the basis for this because you can genetically engineer things to do harm that otherwise are meant to do good. The proposal also included plans to mix high-risk natural coronavirus strains with more infectious but less dangerous varieties. That is also called gain-of-function research, which Fauci perjured himself to Congress over. DARPA, however, refused to fund the work, saying, quote, It is clear that the proposed project, led by Peter Daszak, could have put local communities at risk, end quote. They warned that the team had not properly considered the dangers of enhancing the virus, 
gain-of-function research, or releasing a vaccine by air. Oh, they also said that, yes. Angus Dagliish, professor of oncology at St. George's University of London, said, This is clearly a gain-of-function engineering the cleavage site and polishing the new viruses to enhance human cell infectability is more than, and more than one cell line. Dazic was also behind a letter, of course, published in The Lancet in 2020, which effectively shut down scientific debate into the origins of COVID-19. Remember that? Remember when Peter Dazic, the one time you heard of him in the news outside of shows like this, he, he wrote the paper on why we shouldn't investigate coronavirus gain-of-function research in places like Wuhan, China. Why? Because he was behind it. He was the guy who shut down investigation into the work he was doing. People like Fauci said, we didn't fund this research. Nobody funded this research. There's no gain of function. Dr. Paul, you don't know what you're talking about. Yet, Dr. Paul did know what he was talking about. So did the other senators. So do the other political representatives. So do the investigators who hopefully are investigating Dr. Fauci and others for their crimes. Oh, by the way, this isn't the first time somebody wanted to release vaccines in this capacity. Bill Gates had announced a a plan just a few years ago to develop uh, vaccines that would be delivered by mosquitoes. Not only vaccines, but just genetically engineered mosquitoes in general that could then deliver a vaccine. This research and the proposal to release engineered coronaviruses into the wild included a plan to release a vaccine by the air. You wouldn't even have an option to refuse it. Maybe it's in the mosquitoes. Bill Gates wanted to do that many years ago. I was told that that was all made up. I was told by Keith Rowland of Dark Matter Radio that was made up. That's not true. And then when I sent him the article from Florida, where I was living, where they said they released the GM mosquitoes, he told me, looks like a good thing because it could really help with the mosquito populations. And I said, but you just told me it didn't exist, Keith. And then I sent him the article, and he says, well, actually, that's a good thing. Here's the project, Rejection of Diffuse Project Proposal. $14,209,245. The Biological Technologies Office of DARPA reviewed the EcoHealth Alliance Diffuse proposal and evaluation reports and decided it was, quote, selectable. The Biological Technologies Office did not recommend it be funded at the time because significant weaknesses were identified. This was not that long ago, just a few years ago. This is the same DARPA that created that tissue-like gel. This is the same DARPA that developed killer robots, the same DARPA that has been behind and responsible for pretty much every horrific, you know, just dystopian uh, technological development in recent history. The proposal for wide-scale inoculation of bats in the wild using aerosolized inoculation delivery has never been publicly released or open to the wider scientific community for discussion as to potential risks associated with this plan. So what do you find? You find Peter Daszak of EcoHealth Alliance. You find the NIH, who also wrote vaccine talking points last summer without scientific backing to convince you to get something that wasn't even developed fully yet officially. The same talking points that were used by the American Medical Association in their recent winter 2021 report on vaccine 
communication to the media and to the public. You find Bill Gates and the CDC behind developing the Wuhan Institute of Virology to get around U.S. laws. You find Barack Obama and you find Dr. Fauci involved in funding this research. You find the NIH. You find Fauci lying to Congress. You find Dr. Francis Boyle was right about the University of North Carolina. You find that this is all beyond suspicious. And when you ask the additional question, well, I thought, Ryan, you don't believe that germs cause disease. Well, not necessarily. However, I like the movie I Am Legend. I like The Last Man on Earth. I like Omega Man. I like the story. Remember in that movie, Dr. Alice Crippen essentially cured cancer. And they also want to do that with these new forms of genetic engineering and these new uh, vaccines that will cure cancer magically. Dr. Alice Crippen essentially cured cancer, and she said this. Take something designed by nature and reprogram it to make it work for the body rather than against it. In this case, they use the measles virus. I'll submit that they've done the opposite. They've taken something designed by nature that works for the body, and they've designed it to work against the body. You don't have to have a virus to do that. You could take things maybe that are released by the body and engineer them to attach to the body. I don't know, with HIV, you know, receptor binding, uh, you know, components. You know, I I just feel like, uh, I feel like there's no reason to even discuss this further. Because the more you discuss this, the more that COVID really kills the, the radio star. The more it just seems like, yeah, uh, we know. It's just, it's not surprising. We get it. Covidio has killed the radio star because this is so overwhelming. It's so convoluted. It's so complicated. It's such a horrible, terrible thing. I mean, just the the level, the in-depth conspiratorial nature of this and the revelations and, and the confirmations It's no wonder that people don't want to hear about it, generally, but why people also want to tune into radio shows like this to only hear about it, because you want answers. And hopefully I've provided you with some, and I'll provide you with more later. Covidio killed the radio star. I'm still alive because I'm not really a radio star, I don't think. But I appreciate you supporting this show. www.thesecretteachings.info Subscribe to the show. Get access to the archive, the montages, and a physical copy of one of my books shipped free in the United States. rdgable at yahoo.com Stay with us. We will be back. Lighting the void with the secret teachings of all ages. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, 
an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and I want to share something very interesting with you. It's no mistake that the CDC began recommending masks in April of 2020, and that people immediately had trouble adapting or breathing, just a few weeks before George Floyd died in Minneapolis. After his death, people began chanting, I can't breathe, on May 26th. It's no mistake that in June, this man with black skin, who had been turned into a god, was placed into a golden coffin, a real-life reenactment of the killing of Osiris in Egyptian myth. It's no coincidence the same month that this took place in the Twin Cities, a Twin Summit was taking place with the World Economic Forum, the implications of which we look at on The Secret Teachings. And these are the patterns and observations that we make on the show five nights a week, broadcasting on The Fringe FM. For more information, check out thesecretteachings.info or email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. So are we. KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Are you thinking about creating a podcast but don't know where to start? Do you really want to have to learn all this stuff? Individual track processing, enhanced and improved sound quality, edit out those processing slips, mix multiple clips and tracks, back volumes, deliver consistent sound, live podcast production, show notes and SEO optimization, episode upload to hosting, live call screening, balance levels and live measure broadcast standards, full branding packages, logo design, podcast site, website, show artwork. Or do you just want to get on the mic and get your ideas out there? The Fringe FM team is here to help with all of your podcasting, audio and video production needs. From simple podcast to audio enhancement, our professional production staff will make it easier than ever to create the podcast you desire. Visit thefringe.fm, join our team, and get jump started on your podcast today. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. What are you doing on Wednesdays? I want to invite you to join me, Jess Rogie, the host of The Rogie Report, where I provide commentary and invite guests on to talk about UAPs, conspiracies, current events, nature of reality, consciousness, and of course, the paranormal. Listen to The Rogie Report every Wednesday live at 6 p.m. Pacific. 9 p.m. Eastern here on the Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. For a lot longer than most podcasts have been around, The Secret Teachings has been at the forefront of unique investigation into both the mundane and the extraordinary. Critical thought and controlled speculation allowed us to determine that the much-anticipated UAP report would be vague, unexplained, and would simply imply the need for defense against national security threats. We determined that sonic weapons were the cause of Havana Syndrome a full year before CNN acknowledged the same. We told you about the mind-controlled magic, sex slavery, and intellectual theft in the music industry long before Britney Spears spoke out about her conservatorship, and we've been removed from radio for refusing to censor our show over international child trafficking networks and sex cults long before Epstein didn't kill himself. This has been done with no budget, only your support, and a will to learn and succeed. And you can continue to be a part of The Secret Teachings journey as we broadcast Monday through Friday after lighting the void with Joe Roop, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. TLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM, brings you exclusively 
The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Welcome to The Secret Teachings. I'm Ryan Gable, your host. Thank you for joining us this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world as we broadcast on the Fringe FM, the Paranormal Radio app, Docstream Live, and other platforms. Our full show archive, for those of you who don't know or those of you who are thinking about subscribing, is on the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. There are a lot of free shows available, but if you subscribe to the archive, you get access to all of them in one place to download and stream to take them with you and listen when you have time to do do so. Listen to the whole thing. You know, you don't have to wait through, uh, you know, the early hours of the morning to hear the show. You can listen the next day or the day after or the week after and get the information that we talk about on this broadcast. Information that I hope is, um, you know, interpreted and used in a very practical way because that's what I intend to do here on The Secret Teachings. Not just talk about the same old, same old, but provide a different perspective and provide information that is practical and applicable to your life. That is all at thesecretteachings.info, the montage archive you get when you subscribe, as well as a digital version of each of my books, which alone is uh, over $20. The yearly subscription is 50 bucks. You get access to all of that, plus you get a physical copy of one of my books as well. So you get a lot of content for $50 for a year, or you can just uh, $5 or a week or $10 a month, or you can just donate. Whatever it is that works for you, let me know if you have questions at rdgable at yahoo.com. I plug because that is what helps to keep us on air. It's not only what helps, it is the only thing that really keeps us on air outside of the uh, just daily doses of uh, just incredible uh, mind-blowing uh, information. So much so that radio seems to have uh, succumbed to uh, what what the nightly news has succumbed to. Um, Late-night talk radio, just everything is COVID. It's been that way for over a year now. And I was thinking, because I had talked to another radio host who said that they were doing, uh, you know, different, unique shows, uh, things on, uh, uh, you know, like theology and things on aliens, and just nobody wants to hear about it. Everybody wants to hear about COVID. So I thought, you know, COVID, COVIDio, COVIDio killed the radio star because COVID really did. You know, it's destroyed late night radio. Seems to be all anybody wants to, to talk about. And so, you know, we're going to do our, sh- our fair share of shows on the subject and provide unique perspectives and look at things like, uh, you know, two huge documents that came out from The Intercept in September from the Department of Health and Human Services, the National Institutes of Health and National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, 
project titles, Understanding the Risk of Bat Coronavirus Emergence. That was in 2014. Another project in 2020, Understanding the Risk of Zoonotic Virus Emergence in Emerging Infectious Disease Hotspots of Southeast Asia. University of North Carolina, like Francis Boyle said, was involved in this research. EcoHealth Alliance and Peter Daszak, who was awarded the grant from the NIH, which was Dr. Fauci, were involved with the Wuhan Institute of Virology, which also was subsequently working with the World Health Organization, which was subsequently working with the Centers for Disease Control, which established the Wuhan Lab of Virology. And then in late September, this other report came out. Wuhan scientists plan to release coronavirus particles into cave bats, leaked papers reveal. Of course, DARPA was involved in that. $14 million for something called the Diffuse Project. DARPA, on the surface, rejected the project, claiming that it was going to be very dangerous and that they didn't know what kind of results could come of it, so they said, this is insane, you can't do this. Of course, it wasn't just bad coronaviruses, it was also aerosolizing vaccines. That's mainline news. Bill Gates, you know, who funds the CDC and seems to be the world health czar. Bill Gates also had a plan to inoculate people with mosquitoes that were genetically engineered. You can look that up. And, and he did a TED Talk where he talked about genetically engineered mosquitoes. I think, he, I think, didn't he release those into the audience or something? Couldn't you take something designed by nature and reprogram it to make it work against the body rather than for the body? You know, kind of the opposite of what Alice Crippen did in I Am Legend, where she took something designed by nature, reprogrammed it to work for the body rather than against it. Couldn't you design something that was in nature to work against the body as opposed to for the body? Could you do that with maybe hydrogels and trap bots to realign cellular structures Could you do it with ferritin in cells to make them magnetic? Could you do it with chemicals and lights in the brain with what they call magnetoproteins? Could you do that with things like graphene oxide, mRNA, etc.? Could you do it with that technology? Could you do do it with the the green tissue-like gel that DARPA has developed? Could you do it with all these new uh, technologies that, you know, it's so conspiratorial... I mean, see, this is the thing. I talked about this a couple weeks ago. It's like you know, the average person doesn't even know who the vice president is, you know, regardless of your politics. The average person doesn't know who the vice president of the United States is. The average person couldn't tell you how many stripes are on the American flag. The average person could barely tell you, you know, what, 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 a, what an analog clock says. How do you get the average person then to understand the complexities of such, such you know, uh, complicated detail and, and, and malicious conspiratorial planning. How, how do you? How does that happen? I don't think. I don't. I mean, I guess the answer is you don't. Those are the people that line up and do exactly what the news, not even what authorities in government, but what news tells them to do. I got to social distance. I got to wear a mask. I got to do what they told me. Oh, there's a mandate. You know that the government White House Joe Biden mandate explicitly says in the very end, 
Section 4, subsection B, that the order shall only be implemented, quote, consistent with applicable law and subject to the availability of, of, of appropriations. In other words, the Americans with Disabilities Act and the Civil Rights Act, along with other federal law and constitutional Supreme Court case law. You can't force people to do things that violate their bodily integrity and their bodily autonomy. The Supreme Court has maintained that over and over and over again. You can't force people to take a vaccine, especially when it could damage their health. That was determined back in 1905 in Jacobson versus Massachusetts. You you can't force people to do things that are a violation of their basic liberties. The Supreme Court has affirmed this over and 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 over again. Now, obviously, you have to weigh the authority of the state and the benefit to the community with the individual liberty interests. But generally speaking, from Missouri versus McNeely in 2012, the court said that they have, quote, never retreated from its recognition that any compelled intrusion into the human body implicates significant constitutionally protected privacy interests. The court's opinion read that, quote, such an invasion of bodily integrity implicates an individual's most personal and deep-rooted expectations of privacy. Also see Winston versus Lee and Skinner versus the Railway Labor Executives, etc. Also, Cruzan versus Missouri Department of Health. The opinion of the court reaffirmed the Stereodesis decision in Jacobson versus Massachusetts as it pertained to the 14th Amendment. No state shall deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law. Their majority opinion stated, quote, the principle that a competent person has a constitutionally protected liberty interest in refusing unwanted medical treatment may be inferred from our prior decisions in Jacobson versus Massachusetts. For instance, the court balanced an individual liberty interest in declining an unwanted smallpox vaccine against the state interest in preventing disease. Also see Washington versus Harper in 1990, wherein the court's majority opinion acknowledged that, quote, the forcible injection of medication into a non-consenting person's body represents a substantial interference with that person's liberty. And it goes on and on from there. Now, see, when you start to look at what the law says or what you start to look at, you know, just basic common sense or what the science actually says, nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody wants to talk about human rights. Nobody wants to talk about anything except do what I say when I say when I tell you to do it. Don't you notice that there's like so many people that are so not only are they willing to do exactly what they're told when they're told to do it. They love it. They revel in it. I think there's something wrong with a person who just wants to be told what to do. I don't know if it's laziness. They don't want to take responsibility Maybe it's because it's just, it's scary. I, I don't know. But see, the thing is, the presidential executive order has to allow for, because it's not a law, it has to allow for that leeway in acknowledging that it's not a law, it's not fully enforceable. And if you know your rights and you know the law, You're not subject to it. And that's the bottom line. But the mainstream media, the alternative media, won't even tell you that. What the mainstream media and the alternative media tell you is it's kind of like this. Here's what I saw over the weekend, a report from the USA Today. 
Hospitals oust unvaccinated workers in preview of 50-state mandate. It says New York this week gave the nation an eerily glimpse of an early glimpse, an eerie glimpse, an early glimpse of what the Biden administration's 50-state vaccine mandate for healthcare workers might look like. The Empire State's hospitals dismissed or suspended dozens of workers for failing to meet a deadline last Monday, requiring workers get at least their first dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. They ousted over 80,000 healthcare workers. You know, healthcare workers for the last two years have been heroes. Heroes that are now unemployed with also no unemployment benefits and they can't collect. So I guess the state doesn't really care about those heroes. I guess the media doesn't really care about those heroes. Not to mention why 80,000 plus nurses and doctors and others who are professionals who do this for a living uh, refuse to get a vaccine. Why? Why would all the professionals refuse to get a vaccine? And why would the only people telling us to get it for the most part are people in the mainstream media with no medical understanding? No medical knowledge. Just talking points written for them by big corporations and, uh, you know, governmental agencies, intelligence agencies, you name it, depending on the network. Why would all those healthcare workers not want to get a vaccine? What they don't tell you in the media is most of those healthcare workers did not apply for an exemption. They simply just refused. So, since they refused but didn't follow the rule of law, it's just kind of assumed that the state then has the power to enforce it. Whether it's a mandate from the White House or it's a mandate from the governor, Kathy Hochul, in New York. You don't claim and accept your rights, and they disappear. It's kind of like the lottery. You've heard cases of people that win the lottery, right? And they maybe they won ten million, a hundred million dollars, and just nobody claims comes to claim claim it, right? They, it's just there's like a story, you know, some so and so, you know, one ticket won fifty million dollars, and nobody came to claim it, and. Somebody won that money. They didn't come to claim it. Maybe they died and, you know, nobody knew they had a ticket or maybe they lost the ticket. They just thought, well, I've played this so many times. I stopped even checking to see if I won, but it's kind of a habit. They just keep playing. Well, somebody won that money. They never came to claim it. The state isn't going to track you down and say, hey, by the way, you won $50 million. Here it is. That's what they do with these mandates. They don't track you down and say, oh, by the way, you have a right to opt out of our authoritarian mandate directive. They just hope that you don't realize you don't have to participate and that you have ways to quote-unquote opt out of something that they forcibly opted you into. See, they have the authority to issue directives, mandates, policies. That's the thing that a lot of people get wrong. The state has the authority to issue the mandate. The governor has the authority to issue the mandate. Whether or not it's constitutional from the state or from the federal government perspective is a different story. A federal judge in the state of New York ruled that Kathy Hochul's mandate was unconstitutional on the basis, this is a federal judge, on the basis that it did not allow for religious exemptions. Kathy Hochul then said she didn't know, and by the way, she's a Catholic, she didn't know 
that any religion had an objection to the vaccine. Now, maybe she understood that major religions don't have an issue with the vaccine. So rather than wording it, I didn't realize some people had objections to the vaccine or religious grounds. She said, I didn't realize major religions had had this uh, rejection of the vaccine. But she's right. Major religions don't, including her religion of Catholicism and the Pope. They don't have an objection to it. However, as an individual, you have your own sincerely held beliefs, observances, and practices. And under 42 U.S. Code, Section 2000E, Subsection J, definitions of the term religion include all aspects of religious observance and practice as well as belief. So your beliefs, observances, and practices that are sincerely held don't have to be based on Catholicism or Judaism or Islam or Rastafarianism, for that matter, or any religion. They're your beliefs. And it doesn't matter. If last year you got a flu shot, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter because your beliefs right now in the present are what matters. They don't come to you and say, hey, you won $50 million, take the check. They don't put it in your bank account. They don't come and say, hey, by the way, you have religious rights. You have human rights. You don't have to participate. Even when they do acknowledge it in the media, they say, well, there are some religious exemptions, but most of the time no one's going to accept it, so you might as well just not even try. Well, what happens when some people have a religious exemption? What happens when some people claim that? They say things like this. I'm a Christian. Christians don't believe in that. Of course, your business says, well, the Christian churches have said to get the vaccine, so we don't have to accept your religious exemption if that's your argument. It's like an an argument in court. If you don't make the right argument, even though you might be right, you have to convince the, the court. So. If you say, well, the the churches don't want me to get this. Well, that's not true. The churches do want you to get it. So you need to stick to things like your beliefs. They can't get into your head yet, fully at least, and determine what you actually believe. So if you sincerely believe, you sincerely object for one or multiple reasons, then you have to declare your rights You have to affirm your rights, you have to claim your rights, and you have to declare this to the business or to, you know, in this case, to businesses that are mandated by the state or mandated by the federal government through executive order, which still has to be applicable to law to be enforced. You have to affirm that, you have to claim that, you have to declare that. Now, I know that although a lot of people have gotten out of it, A lot of businesses, a lot of schools even, are just simply saying, yeah, we received your vaccine exemption, and um, we'll let you know, and then not letting you know, and then unenrolling you from school or firing you. So that's shady. So you'll have to get a lawyer, or you'll have to talk to the business or to the school and get official statements on why it was rejected. When, When you have federal judges from... Louisiana to Michigan to New York saying you can't do this. You can't prevent people from going to school or being on a sports team for not having this vaccine. Regardless of what your mandate is, you have to provide religious exemptions. And in those cases, and one in particular, the kids claim they were Christian and the courts still uphold it. But there's something else going on here that's a little bit funky. You know that Kathy Hochul lady here in New York? That Kathy Hochul, that Catholic who said she didn't know there were religious exemptions. Kathy Hochul 
told a Christian audience that she needs you to be an apostle. That's the word she used, apostles. I need you to be my apostles, you know, like the 12 disciples, to spread the good good word of medical shots, particularly if you love other people and want to follow in the footsteps of Jesus. She said that. She said that. If, If you want to be a good person, you want to love people, and you need it, because if you don't do it, you don't love people, you don't follow in the footsteps of Jesus, and you aren't my apostles. And for some weird reason, for some bizarre reason, people of a certain political persuasion really like the idea of being, you know, followers of authority. Beyond that, though, it implies that if you're a good Christian, and I can just see, like, the 60-year-old lady with a Christian cross around her neck and some kind of, like, old lady sweater sitting in her, her, her apartment or her condo or her, her trailer and thinking, well, I, I, I wasn't going to get it, but, you know, Kathy Hochul made a good point. If I don't convince people to get it, and if I don't get it, I don't follow Jesus. So apparently Kathy Hochul is now a spokesperson for the, for the Christian churches. I, I, that's what I'm interpreting from it. And if you don't do what she says, you're not an apostle, you don't follow Jesus, you don't love anybody. It's just a false dilemma fallacy which is all that they have, is deifying science, using psychology to control you, and then using fallacies to manipulate your perception and your view on the world. In other words, if you don't do what she says, then you must be working for the devil, which is what Pope Francis recently said a few weeks ago, mid-September, right before Kathy Hochul made her slanderous statements toward Jesus. She, uh, She said that stuff, and then Francis said, in terms of media criticism of the church, he said, make fun of me, say whatever you want about me, but don't say anything about the church because to say something about the church is to do the work of the devil. He compared criticism of the church to the, quote, work of the devil, end quote. Why would the Pope and Kathy Hochul invoke the devil to convince you to love your neighbor and to love, you know, each other and love yourself and love the children and the elderly people. Because it implies that if you disagree with the church, you're working for the devil. It's a false dilemma. It implies that if you disagree with Kathy Hochul, not only are you not an apostle, but you don't love Jesus. What a blasphemous, horrible thing for a governor for Pope Francis, or for anybody to say. Imagine the, 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 the personality disorder of these people. Just think about the narcissism, the cult of personality around Kathy Hochul or Pope Francis. My God. In other words, if you don't do what they tell you to do, you're working for the devil. After praising healthcare workers as heroes and addressing the unfortunate nature of so many people being out of work, which ha- uh, Kathy Hochul did at that same Christian gathering, she said, so many people are out of work, and the Catholic governor then proceeded within the next few days with a statewide mandate to force those same heroes out of their jobs for refusing a certain medical shot, while stunningly refusing to even acknowledge that they had religious exemptions. What a lovely Wonderful Catholic. I mean, can you believe that? A woman who's a Catholic who said there aren't religious exemptions, God wants you to get the vaccine. I don't want to just flip 
the argument on Kathy or Jorge Bergoglio, I think that's his name. But, I mean, if you're saying that kind of stuff, I think you might actually be doing the work of the devil. I don't know about you. I think you might actually be doing the work of the devil if you tell people, do what I tell you to do, be my apostle, spread the good word of the vaccine, follow in the footsteps of Jesus, and if you don't do it, you're not an apostle, you're not a good person, you don't love your neighbor, and you don't love Jesus. Invoking both the Son of God and the devil to convince people to do something against their otherwise sincerely held beliefs, which is another way to convince people without speaking of legalities that the church and that religion is in 100% support of these vaccines. Kathy didn't mention 42 U.S. Code Section 2000 E Subsection J. Kathy didn't mention Missouri versus McNeely. Kathy didn't mention Cruzan versus the Missouri Department of Health. Kathy didn't mention Jacobson versus Massachusetts. I don't know how all of that would hold up in court. That's my argument based on case law. Kathy didn't mention that there's a difference between Comirnaty and the other Pfizer shot. Kathy didn't mention that there was an EUA, an emergency use authorization, approved for Comirnaty but not BNT162B2. According to the biological license application as approved by the FDA, quote, Pfizer may label your product with the proprietary name Comirnaty and market it in 2.0 milliliter class vials and packaging of 25 and 195 vials. In other words, there's two different vaccines, which the FDA's fact sheet for recipients and caregivers also explicitly states there's a difference between Comirnaty and the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine, BNT162B2, which is still experimental and part of a, quote, blinded ongoing clinical trial, according to the FDA and according to Pfizer, according to the emergency use authorization, which has also been used for face masks. So it's still illegal under international law. It's still illegal under federal and state law. And all the media does is make fun of anybody who claims they have a religious exemption. Oh, God will protect you from the vaccine and God will protect you from, you know, or from the virus and God will protect you from this. And if God will protect you, why do you think this or that way? And they'll make fun of, oh, they say it's not approved. Of course, Comirnaty is approved. They won't mention anything about the other BNT, BTN, 16, 2B2. They won't mention anything about how EcoHealth Alliance and Dr. Fauci and the NIH and Peter Daszak and Bill Gates and the CDC and Barack Obama were involved in gain-of-function research in the Wuhan laboratory as revealed by NIH documents, as revealed by The Intercept, as revealed also by mainline news reports out of the UK about, you know, laboratories releasing gain-of-function viral particulates into bat caves and testing them on humans and they won't mention any of that stuff just if you love jesus and you don't want to work for the devil come work for me kathy hokel be an apostle of the state and do what i tell you to do when i tell you to do it i'm ryan gable this is the secret teachings the music tonight white bat audio 
rdgable at yahoo.com, thesecretteachings.info, Patreon, The Secret Teachings as well. rdgable at yahoo.com is also our PayPal email. Stay with us. There's another segment coming up, and there's more to get into. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence, but... I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on The Fringe FM. And join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's thesecretteachings.info and The Fringe FM. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles, and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info That's where you can read reviews, see pictures and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings and Fringe FM but most importantly it supports you. Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and like my show, I like to associate with people and companies who are passionate about taking steps to a healthier life. Pro One Water Filters brings you simple-to-use systems for the home, business, and even the shower. They filter fluoride, heavy metals, and more, and their shower heads stop chlorine from being vaporized and inhaled. I've personally used their systems now for five years, and they're worth every penny sincerely. Our other affiliate, US Plus Health, is a small American company specializing in hydrogen peroxide solutions, isopropyl alcohol, and hand sanitizers with no additional ingredients like ethanol, chloride, or methanol. They use 100% U.S. materials at an FDA-registered facility. Their simple, non-toxic formulations are both safe and gentle. They evaporate quickly and leave no residue or stickiness. They're even recommended by the CDC, FDA, and WHO as opposed to other toxic chemicals like QACs. Find links to these affiliates, Pro One Water Filters, and U.S. Plus Health on our website, www.thesecretteachings.info for links, or visit usplushealth.com and type in the promo code TSTCLEAN. They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was because of us. And we would have done more good stuff if it wasn't for those guys. And then the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good stuff. <laughs> it's like you're all working for the same guy. Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out the Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's the Fringe FM. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, the Fringe FM. 
This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. If you want the most unique blend of subjects anywhere on radio, from parapsychology, pop conspiracy, parapolitics, the paranormal, and symbolism, look no further than The Secret Teachings, airing Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. Our topics, themes, and perspectives are not bogged down by rhetoric or ideological collective associations. It's just raw thought and consciousness. Check us out by visiting our website at thesecretteachings.info or the network fringe.fm. This is John B. Wells of Caravan to Midnight, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Gentlemen, thank you so much for the great work that you guys are doing. Uh, phenomenal show, for phenomenal interview, phenomenal questions, and uh, I'd be willing to come back at any time and uh, explore other topics for discussion, so thank you for having me on today. Hi, everyone. This is Mark Passio from WhatOnEarthIsHappening.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Ryan Gable, your host, and you are tuned into the Secret Teachings Radio. And you know, outside of a church, outside of a religious structure, if you invoke the devil or you invoke Jesus to try to convince somebody to do something that they're skeptical about for good reason or not, it would seem that you might be a little bit desperate. Or it might seem if not desperate, or maybe if you are desperate, what you're trying to do is confuse and convolute the subject of religion and faith. Pope Francis has recently compared media criticism of the church to the work of the devil, quote-unquote. And a few days later, New York Governor Kathy Hochul, who was also called in the National Guard to fill in the vacancy of health care workers, i.e. heroes who aren't heroes anymore. She told a Christian audience that she needs, quote, apostles, end quote, to spread the good word of medical shots, particularly COVID-19 shots, and specifically if they love Jesus, if they love their fellow human being. In other words, if you don't do what she says, then you're working for the devil. The same argument that Pope Francis made. Kathy Hochul's was just a little more like a fallacy. You like Jesus, don't you? You like love, don't you? You want to be a, an apostle, don't you? A follower of the good word and of Christ. Well, then you need to get the shot and convince other people to go out and preach the good word of the vaccine to other people. Of course, after praising healthcare workers as heroes, Kathy Hochul addressed the unfortunate nature of so many people being out of work because of Things like government lockdowns, she didn't say that specifically, but she said because of the last year, people haven't even gotten back to work, and it's really sad. While she simultaneously 
spit in the faces of those heroes. I don't necessarily call people heroes. I think that word needs to be reserved for actual heroes, not every person with a TikTok account. Okay, not every person who loses five pounds that, you know, the the word hero is thrown around so flagrantly now. So so it just it's lost its meaning. But in their words, when you call healthcare workers heroes and then literally spit in their face and say you're fired for not getting a vaccine when you're not even a nurse or a doctor yourself and you don't even ask the nurses or the doctors, why did you refuse to get this shot? And then you issue a statewide mandate that a federal judge in your state, still a federal judge, so it's irrelevant either way, but a federal judge in your state says, no, you can't do this without giving people religious exemptions. And then you're a Catholic and say, we didn't know there were religious exemptions for major religions, which is true. There aren't religious exemptions because of major religions refusing the vaccine. But there are religious exemptions for the individual who doesn't have to have an institutional religious view. And as a Catholic governor, you proceed with that mandate spitting in the face of both religion and those healthcare working heroes by firing or forcing hospitals to fire literally tens of thousands of those nurses and doctors while simultaneously refusing to even acknowledge that there are religious exemptions, despite a federal judge saying you have to provide those religious exemptions, and then finding loopholes to refuse religious exemptions without even coming into the media, without even coming to the media, without even saying, hey, you know what, as, as, as people that are faithful, you have religious rights, but we would like you to get a vaccine. I don't know, being honest and, and, and transparent, because most people don't know that they have that right They think, no, I don't have that right because New York got rid of vaccine religious exemptions because New York is a very authoritarian state. And if they say do it, I have to do it. Despite all of that, you still claim to be a Catholic and you still claim to be a Christian. You know what it seems like Kathy Hochul and Pope Francis are doing? I don't know if it's that they're desperate. It's that they are invoking the devil to scare you. Don't do what we say. You're working for the devil, aren't you? No, 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 no. I'm not working for the devil. I'm a good Christian. Then get the shot. Without telling you that, obviously, some people who are religious, and that doesn't mean you're a Christian, by the way, have obvious objections to the shot for so many different reasons. I mean, one would be fetal cells were used in the development of Pfizer and Moderna vaccines for testing. Oh, they're not in the final product. Of course they're not that they were used in the testing for the product. Just like some people won't buy products that might not be made with animal products, but they were tested on animals, like ethical vegans. Well, Christians, Catholics, a lot of people that are religious, just like Muslims and pork, fetal cells were used in the development of Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. I mean, if Muslims were told that there, were, there, there was pork product in the vaccine, would they reject it because of that? Or, or would, would the, 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 the Muslim leaders say, oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. Just get it. We support the vaccine. You know, or you don't have to be a Christian, but from a spiritual point of view, I don't want to do something that harms my body. God, I don't even want to read the news half the time because it harms my brain and my state of, my state of mind. But... 
I actively am engaged every single day of my life. And if anybody, you know, if you talk to me, you know me, you know that I am not only a stickler, I am militant about avoiding everything from citric acid to xanthan gum to high fructose corn syrup to anything really that is a process, a super or ultra hyper processed product. I like to eat things that are very simple. I mean, to the point where I will, I will, you know, in some situations just completely avoid having that social, you know, breaking of bread because I'm not participating in some giant experiment so some corporation can make money. I refuse to eat that product. I refuse to drink that beverage. And I certainly refuse to have something experimental and something that was developed in part by DARPA, something that has connections to the Wuhan Institute, to Bill Gates, to Dr. Fauci, and all this, this, this shady scum. I'm not having that injected into my body, and you don't have a right to inject that into my body. So I don't want something put in my body that could harm me. You know, despite a recent news article that I sent to, uh, you know, one of our friends, uh, uh, Don Lester and, and David Parker in the UK, and um, it said, oh, these vaccines are less dangerous than a chicken McNugget. Well, hey, listen up. Chicken McNuggets are poisonous too, and I wouldn't eat that filthy trash from McDonald's any more than I would put a vaccine in my arm. Oh, but you'd probably eat a chicken McNugget before you get a vaccine. No, I wouldn't. I, I would stand just as firmly against chicken. If they mandated you have to eat chicken McNuggets, I would be protesting against the chicken McNuggets too. I would not be eating a chicken McNugget. I would not be eating anything from McDonald's, and I certainly am not going to get a vaccine or an mRNA gene therapy with hydrogel or graphene oxide or whatever else they put in the damn things. And I can tell you this. There's no microchips in the vaccines. So Don Lemon and Andrew Cuomo, scumbag brother, and all the other media talking heads who get their talking points from corporate America and from international corporations and from the World Health Organization, you can keep laughing it up. Oh, there's no vaccine microchips. Of course there's not. Who said there were microchips and vaccines? Reddit, stop listening to Reddit. Stop reading Reddit and 8chan and 2chans and whatever the chans are. Stop reading that bowl on the internet, okay? Start reading the, I don't know, documents from the Intercept or from the NIH where they're funding the gain-of-function research. Start listening to what Fauci says, purging himself to Congress. Start reading in between the lines. I don't know, pick up the fact sheets for the vaccines and read those where they explicitly say there's a difference between comernity and the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine, which did not get approval. Read those fact sheets where they tell you myocarditis, inflammation of the heart, pericarditis, inflammation of the lining of the heart, allergic reactions, headaches, body aches, fever, chills, shortness of breath, fatigue, etc. Though those are side effects of the vaccine. I mean, hell, heart inflammation and heart attack, myocarditis, that's a side effect of the vaccine. I don't think so. I don't believe in committing self-harm. I don't believe in restricting my oxygen flow. These are my religious views. Can you find that in the Bible? Does it say in the Bible, thou shall not take a vaccine, thou shall not wear a mask? No. It also doesn't say in the Constitution a lot of the things that courts rule you can't do. 
because it's written to preserve and protect individuals without having to explicitly state, well, it also applies to black people who happen to be Muslim, and it happens to apply to Christians who might be red, and it applies to this group and that, and, and it applies to young black men who are also this. And it doesn't have to explicitly state that because we're all human beings and we all have beliefs that are sincerely held and they are protected by the social contract, they are protected by parchment barriers, and they are protected by the rule of law that we generally agree to that is part of the natural common law order of things under God and nature. So I object because I don't want that in my body. Or you could object on other grounds, such as experimental testing, I've explained. My beliefs and observances are protected, or, I don't know, my body is a temple for mind for spirit and for soul. And I don't need Kathy Hochul or Pope Francis trying to convince me that if I don't want to do something horrible to my body, that you can say it's a wonderful thing, it's less dangerous than a chicken McNugget, which are poisonous as far as I'm concerned anyway, that I'm working for the devil. My body is a temple, and I claim and maintain my ineffable human rights, including the established laws of God, nature, and the laws of our constitutional republic, and I do not consent to the usage of fetal testing. Uh, fetal tissue and testing, uh, or manufacturing for that matter, or the final product of a vaccine, drug, gene therapy, etc. I don't consent to the chicken McNugget. I don't consent to intentional self-harm as described and as inevitable as a side effect of taking one of these vaccines, including the long-term unknowns. And I absolutely provide no consent to participate in these medical experiments. That violates my body by filling it with foreign substances, especially those unknown manufactured of those that are experimental. I don't know. See the black and the pink substances in the Moderna vaccines in Japan, if you want an example of that. That are magnetic, by the way. RNA doesn't stay in the body, though. It's just it targets and makes the body produce things. And yeah, I know how RNA works. I don't need to take a biology class to learn that. That's how they get around everything. Moderna's like, well, the, the contaminants in the vaccines and the vials and the syringes, it might be metallic and black and pink, but it doesn't affect the safety of the vaccine. Notice they didn't actually address, you know, in their official statement that there were these major contaminants in the vaccines. They just said, well, it's, that's not, it doesn't affect safety. Well, how do you know if you don't even know it's in the vaccine? You're not even addressing it. You're just saying it doesn't affect safety. What that tells me is they're acknowledging they know it's in there. They put it in there. They know what it does. They know what it's intended to do. And they're simply acknowledging it while simply stating it's safe. <laughs> Magical. It's just a wonderful place to live when you have these people that are trying to run your life. I reserve and maintain all natural and constitutional rights and assert my religious liberty and overall religious liberty and general liberty interests in my declaration against this illegal, anti-human, post-industrial world, fourth industrial revolution, Peter Daszak, EcoHealth Alliance, uh, you know, Joe Biden, Pfizer, BioNTech, uh, Moderna, uh, Johnson & Johnson, Australian authoritarianism, New World Order, Great Reset, BS, Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, the CDC, NIH, Dr. Fauci, Barack Obama, conspiracy. I reject all of it. I'm not participating. I'm not going to, 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 to follow the orders. And here's the thing. 
Does that mean your job still won't fire you even though you declare or your school won't unenroll you because you declare because you say these are my rights because you have in the media every single night there's no religious exemptions and when they acknowledge it there's religious exemptions but you won't get them and then you submit them and the school or the business just ignores it and doesn't acknowledge it and then what happens they fire you they unenroll you then you have to get legal representation that costs money and they know that so they're literally doing everything they can to force you to do something that otherwise you don't want to do for one reason or another and they provide no scientific basis they just claim do it or you're anti-science do it or you believe in the devil and worship the devil and you must work for the devil people that do that might be desperate or they might be very very aware of what they're doing in the sense that they are invoking those things because they know that that is a much easier way and a much simpler way to convince you to do something against your will by using your beliefs against you. And if that ain't evil, if that ain't an assault on your intellect and your body, then I don't know what is. And generally speaking, humanly speaking, when someone is actively assaulting you mentally, emotionally, spiritually, soulfully, and physically, you... And don't take this to mean, I got a right to own a gun. Oh, I got a right to attack physically people. No, no, no. What I'm saying is when someone is attacking you, when someone is attacking you mentally, emotionally, spiritually, soulfully, and physically, when they are assaulting you, when they are battering you, you have a human right to defend yourself. And that needs to be done in courts as well as it needs to be done if someone actually tries to hold you down and put something in your body. You have a liberty interest in preventing that. You have a human interest in preventing that. But you see, they don't care about religion, faith, belief. You don't have to be a Christian. I'm not. They don't care about your views, your opinions, your perspectives, your observances, your practices, your religion your spirituality, your viewpoints on anything. What they want you to care about is what Klaus Schwab says, Bill Gates, Dr. Fauci. They want you to see that they can lie to arguably the most powerful branch of government, of the most powerful government in the history of the world, and get away with it. They want to show you that they can do that and incur no consequence that they can override that powerful government with a more powerful government that has no elected representatives, just billionaire, elitist, eugenicist, Malthusian scum who want to control your life. They want to show it to you and rub your face in it like a dog who pooped on the floor. They want to rub your face in the poop and say, no, 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 don't you dare try to resist us. You see what you did? You see what you did trying to help people? You smell that poop? Don't poop in the house again. Don't you dare try to help people. Don't you dare try to inform people of their rights. Don't you dare try to inform a jury that one juror can hang the jury. Don't you dare try to inform people they have a religious right, that they have a human right, that they have natural rights, common law rights, constitutionally protected rights. Don't inform people that they have a liberty interest, that you can't force medication, you can't force vaccines. You certainly can't force it as a condition of employment or enrollment in schools or businesses. And yet people do it anyway. Why? Because they're criminals and they're scum. And in order to fight back against that, we can't use this hope that, oh, someone wrote it on a piece of paper. 
as a parchment barrier so people won't do it. Well, you can clearly see that Kathy Hochul doesn't give a damn about God, about Jesus, about, about the Constitution, about your rights. Kathy Hochul cares about forcing you to do something against your will. And when someone doesn't want you to think or to see information or to ask questions or to even exercise your rights, I don't think it's a far stretch to say that that person is an evil human being. In fact, I wouldn't say it's a stretch to say that person is void of humanity. That they themselves are the invocation and extension, one of the spidery limbs of his infernal majesty, that they themselves are a representative of Satan, of the devil, of Lucifer. That that person, whether it's the Pope or Kathy Hochul, is already part of the Borg. That person is evil, and that person must be resisted calling in the National Guard to take the place of all those heroes you fired while simultaneously simultaneously saying you are a Catholic and you believe in religion and faith, and if you want to be a good religious person, go out and do what we tell you to do? I'm not a Christian, but I'm pretty sure that's contrary to most of the things that Christians believe. And um, talk about it every night on The Secret Teachings personal responsibility you tune into radio shows and all you hear is covid 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 now covidio killed the radio star i'm still alive because i maintain i am not a radio star my job is to revive hopefully if it's not arrogant to say this revive radio with a little bit of a new different applicable intellectual, articulate, and empowering perspective. Subscribe to the archive at thesecretteachings.info. Get access to all the shows, all the montages, all the digital books. If you have questions, email me at rdgable at yahoo.com. Check us out on Patreon for behind-the-scenes videos. When you subscribe to the archive, you get access to everything and a physical copy of one of my books. Go grab a copy of one of the books on the website as well. The Technological Elixir, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy. There's so much information. I've put so much hard work, so much sweat, so many tears, so much stress, maybe even some hair loss, all into those books, into the shows. You want to hear more of this? Support the show. The more you support us, the more you're going to hear, and the more in-depth and intense and empowering these shows are going to become. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teaching. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. Remember, Covidio killed the radio star, but some of us survived because we're not stars. And we're just trying to help you by informing you of things that your governor won't inform you of, things your pope won't inform you of, and things that even if you're not religious, your friends and family probably don't know and certainly aren't going to inform you of. It's all about coercion, the deification of science and psychology. The people that are doing this are evil. They are taking away your autonomy and telling you you don't even have rights. These are not good people, folks, especially those that want to censor what you say and what you can see. No good person in the history of the world has ever done that. People that do that are evil. I'm Ryan Gable again. This is The Secret Teachings. We'll talk to you on the next broadcast. Time's up. Time may be up for tonight's broadcast of The Secret Teachings, but don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive 
while grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info. To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.